Okay. Uh, welcome to Cobb, everybody. This is a very special episode. I'm Marta. And I'm Michael. And, yeah, we do have a very special episode, Marta. We have um, a band, an on-campus um, group, I guess, an on-campus duo called Lessons from Chameleons. Um, they're a band here at CSPSJU, and we are super excited to have them on the podcast. Um, we've been wanting to have them on here for a while, but, you know, COVID and stuff, it happens, um, and they're finally here, and we're... we're um, we're just thrilled. So we usually, um, we usually introduce artists and kind of give a little background on them. But since you guys are both here with us today, um, why don't you guys introduce us or introduce yourselves? <laughs> Excuse me, not introduce all of us. Although you could, this is you could introduce all of us if you wanted to. <laughs> You're gonna introduce us, and we're the musicians today. Oh uh, no. Um, no, yeah, why don't you guys introduce yourselves, and um, this podcast is about you, um, <laughs> we're going to kind of take a back seat and let you guys talk about your songs and, and play us some awesome music. You want to start? Yeah, um, I guess I'm Anna. Um, I'm Henry. Uh, what are you guys' majors? Yeah. I feel like that's a good icebreaker. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact about you. Yeah, well, I'm a chemistry major with an environmental concentration, music minor. Um, so I'm just busy a lot. Yes. But, yeah, that's about all I That's the most interesting part of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm an econ major, environmental studies minor. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks. It's a good combo. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's a great combo. It is. Um, so how do you, yeah, how do you guys start? Yeah. How'd you meet? Kind of because of you. Yes. There's, um, in, in the deep depths of YouTube, there's a video from my freshman year where I'm playing with this band that was just, like, a bunch of seniors, and they needed a bassist, and I was, like, pretty mediocre, but there's a video, it's out there, um, and Henry saw it, and at the time, he was just... I think there are a lot of people who are just like itching to get some live music started and stuff like that. So, yeah, I saw a video of Anna playing bass, and um, yeah, I thought it was so cool that like there was a woman playing bass in this band of like a bunch of guys, and you also sounded great. And um, yeah, I asked if you want to jam. Yeah. And, and it was supposed to be like a full group thing. It was. I was. <laughs> I was a like freshman. Yeah, invited. yeah, yeah. And I invited like five people to jam. And are you the only one who showed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I kind of yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. So that's how it got started. And like literally for probably the first few months, we were just like, we need to get a full band. We gotta get a band. Mm-hmm. We got. Yeah. And then it just is. I don't know. Like hard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it definitely is tough. Yeah. What like music did band. you bond over? Like, <gasps> that's a great question. Pink Floyd, oh, kind of okay. right away. Yeah. Yeah, because you had a radio show at the time where like we were listening down albums or stuff like that, and I felt like that was one of the ones where that was the first song. Comfortably numb was the first song that we like jammed on, and I had no idea how the melody went. And Henry was like, "Sing the melody," and I, I don't know, could not do it. But yeah, Good what do you times. what do you think? I don't know. That's yeah, um, Pink Floyd. I think we have like pretty different tastes in music, okay. and so that's always kind of been a joy in 
our you know musical relationship I think like I'm you're always showing me new things and I'm sometimes showing you new things <laughs> so that's punk yep. yeah <laughs> Oh, which is nice. I don't know. Groovy, yeah. Yep. It's not like, I don't know, we'll, we'll be right together. I don't want to get too far ahead, but like, mm -hmm. we bring different things to the table, which is nice. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> and so, w how long did you guys sort of just like jam for? And then when did you transition into like, okay, we're going to, we want to write things? Um, and then, like, what was your inspiration for that, like, to start writing things um, and getting into that side of your groove? I mean, we were kind of writing things right away. Oh, wow. Because for jam sessions, normally, you know, you just kind of come in with a riff mm -hmm. and put some stuff over it. But I think at first it was just kind of like, oh, we should do, like, a local blend, like, one of their open mic mm -hmm. nights. Yeah, yeah. like, four things. Like yeah. I don't know if we ever actually got around to it. I don't think we did. Like, do an open mic night? Yeah, I don't No, think we so. never did. <laughs> um, we did play our first show, I think, in, like, February of 2019. So that's maybe, okay. like, three, four months after we first started playing music. Wow. And wow. at least for me, doing that show made me realize, like, oh, my gosh, people can actually listen to our music. And so... <laughs> can stand it. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, I don't know. I want to write stuff. Like, yeah. it was it was kind of empowering in that way. That definitely kind of like put the fire underneath us, I think, for just writing. Yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah. the band name. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Honestly, so we started off as Ha, just H A, because Henry, Anna, and and I made a whole uh, like PowerPoint presentation <coughs> of why we should change our name. <laughs> as you do. Right. <laughs> um, and I think it kind of it was fueled. By, we had a conversation once in my room we were just chatting about like David Bowie and like musical chameleons you know people who can just kind of like blend into any mm -hmm. sound and so I think it was just kind of something that was it popped into my head or your head I don't remember but yeah it was just yeah. kind of the sort of thing mm. I was like oh that kind of sounds cool and like chameleon's a cool word I don't know what does it mean to you yeah um, <laughs> definitely like listening to David Bowie I was like, man, this guy can do whatever, like change his style, such a musical chameleon. And I don't know, I, I take a lot of inspiration from people who like change their sound throughout time. Like you guys did a podcast on Bob Dylan. I think he's someone mm -hmm. who like changes with the times. Oh yeah. Um, and so the idea is like you're taking lessons from these people who are like always changing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. So is that kind of how you guys envision your sound is <laughs> changing? and um you know adapting to different environments and are, are you guys sound kind of fluid over multiple genres or do you guys kind of stick within like one genre you think what do you think is your genre if you guys have any i don't know or one yeah i feel like we like to try to play a lot of different stuff whether yeah. or not that actually translates <laughs> <laughs> it's hard with like just guitar yeah. and bass Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a little limiting, but I do think we really try and play different things. So, yeah, I mean, you guys have your own genre. You exactly. Can, you can make your own genre. There exactly. you go. <laughs> and it's it's I guess it's described by some of the songs you play. Yeah. 
I think we normally kind of translate it as like indie pop or like whatever. Okay. Yeah, like I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, I was like, <laughs> they were in my like indie folk playlist. Yeah. Like for my ears. Like that's who you are. <laughs> we like to it's say good. we can't be defined, but <laughs> you got us. It is. It's there. <laughs> there is a time and a place <laughs> <laughs> for everything. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Should we play a song? Sure. Yeah. yeah let's okay. Um. So because we're. We're, we're discussing this um, in full before doing this, and thought we should do Denise, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is, like, one of the first songs that, like, people really responded to mm-hmm. and stuff like that, so. Should yeah. we move the mic around? And yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I might pause it okay. and then readjust. Oh, you can pause it? All right, this is Denise, and we're Lessons from Chameleons. <laughs> private show and this is the first time I'm ever hearing them live um so this is like fantastic like we're Thank we're super you. super lucky um what was like your process in writing this song like who is Denise <laughs> who is Denise we need to know Honestly, the audience needs so um this was kind of more my brainchild absolutely because a lot of times you know when Henny and I jam we'll kind of pull stuff together and stuff like that um but I wrote it my sophomore year, my sister and I, back when we could go to shows, we went to 7th Street and saw, like, the Early Eyes and Gully Boys. Oh, my God. Oh, it was oh insane. My God. It was awesome. I know. That and, like, awesome. again, one of the best concerts. But also, I think it was, like, the Happy Children. And they had a song that was, like, Dennis or something like that. And I'm like, oh, Denise. It's just, like, you know, I don't know. It just kind of stayed in my head for a while. And then just driving home super late at night and, like, I don't know, just kind of had some melodic ideas, um, 
I really wanted to write a bop because I'm the sort of person I like to listen to bops and they're hard to write. I don't know, just because it's like, you know, I feel like you're, I don't know, a lot of pressure to write a good bop. <laughs> but a lot of the lyrics, I think, were, were mainly just kind of like, you know, all the things that keep you up at night and then like characterizing that and just because, you know, being a sophomore chemistry major, like there's there's a lot of preoccupations and stuff like that. So it's not actually a real person, but I think more just anything that kind of sticks in your brain. Mm. So. You mentioned like a lot of vocal bands. Are you, you listen to a lot of like vocal music in Sun City? Yeah. 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 The current. Can't have the upper No, I really my my kind of gateway drug to local music was like. Bad Bad Hats, um, mm, yeah. the kazoo solo in It Hurts, and I was just completely sold, and like, Carrie Alexander, mm. I love her, um, that's all I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> love Sun City's music, yeah. excuse me. Wow. So. That's super, super cool. Yeah, but that one <coughs> was definitely fun to perform, like. Yeah, it always is, and um, it was the first song that we, like, recorded, I guess. We, okay. We had a, um. KJ and B video studio session for that song, so we had like a little music video made. That's oh, wow. yeah, it's still on YouTube. So I was having a bad bangs day, so don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my hair's a little crazy, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was kind of like the you know the first original we had probably. Yeah, I mean, I think so. it was your idea, but like it was the first thing we kind of mm -hmm. did together. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And so, in terms of like writing process and creating process like after you write it what do you guys do for that you mentioned that you kind of like jam through things and um maybe like a song will form out of that session but like do you guys follow any sort of plan do you like write out lyrics and then chords and things like that or do you kind of do them together or how does that work for you guys i think we write pretty differently because i you know like i try to write a poem every night Mm -hmm. and so I like you know lyrics for me are something that's so sacred like whenever I'm listening to songs I'm like oh I love the lyrics um and so a lot of times I'll have lyrics before I have melodic stuff comparatively you normally kind of come in with riffs I feel like and then you're able to make lyrics up on the spot I cannot do that <laughs> I can make them up on the spot but then like Never working with them, with them. <laughs> <laughs> from there is hard Yep, yep. So, yeah. yeah, I always write, like, my chords, chord progression first. Then I'm like, okay, oh. I guess I have to, like, sing about something. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> I guess it kind of forces you then to, like, come up with stuff. Yeah. How, huh. how long have you guys been playing guitar and bass? When did you guys start? I started playing guitar in seventh grade, mm -hmm. but wow. it's never been my primary instrument. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, drum set is, so, yep. yeah. Hmm. I think... I didn't start playing bass until like 10th grade because for jazz band, you know, you always need a bassist because it's jazz mm. and mm. apparently no one was there and my dad plays bass. And so my band director was like, why don't you learn bass? And it was great because I got to hang out with my dad more and learn some bass and I realized how good my dad is at bass like you know it's the sort of thing you don't listen to a mm -hmm. whole lot <laughs> without mm -hmm. thinking about it but yeah that but then also 
there were quite a few concerts where we'd finish and stuff like that, and then my dad would be like, yeah, we need to work on skills. <laughs> oh no, not skills. <laughs> Having a musician parents is like a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Like, after an orchestra concert, my mom's like, that was good. But, you know, there's some moments you guys are, like, out of tune. Um, you should, like, work on this and this. They all like, say I it with see. love, you know? Exactly. <laughs> but then it makes it even better when, like, there's yeah. one time and he was like, that was a good solo. I was like, oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> that me Those, like, so little times, more. yeah. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Wow. So where are you guys from, like, originally? I'm from St. Paul. Okay. Yeah, I'm from, like, 30 minutes north, kind of near St. Cloud area. So, mm-hmm. local. Local. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. You guys want to hear another yeah, song? Yeah, let's hear another yeah, song. Let's, let's hear another song. Sweet. Actually, oh, yeah, we, I guess we can reposition the mic first. Then we'll yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're rolling. This is a new song, but not too new, but it hasn't been released. Oh my gosh. So, Henry, why don't you introduce the rest of it? (laughs) Yeah, this song is called Indigo and Violet, and we wrote it together. Um, I think I wrote most of the music, but with the lyrics, you definitely helped me out big time. You worked it well. (laughs) So, yeah, let's give it a shot. Enjoy. There's a wind blowing south And rose bushes at the mouth of the river (laughs) Some say fishermen's true wealth Now the cabins are all built somewhere else. Poets write down the beauty in words, and only words will be remembered. Stream, take the way right off of me. Indigo and Violet Stream, take the way right off of me. Indigo and Violet Stream, take the way right off of me. 
<laughs> like, is chemistry the right word for it? Like musical, mm-hmm. like, you're, I don't know. like, watching you, I, it just makes me so happy. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> like, like I, I don't know how to describe, um, I mean, I, I'm sure you guys can, um, and that's why we should probably leave this to you, kind of explaining, um, your thought process behind the song, why you guys wrote it, your inspirations, because I think we can we could both clearly see the the passion and the passion for music and um, like singing and creating in that song. Um, you guys all would have had to have been here to see it, but hopefully, <laughs> right when when COVID is over and people can be more safe, you guys can start performing and sharing your amazing gift with. Many, many thousands of people. <laughs> You're all, all of oh your man. adoring millions. <laughs> We've made 92 cents on Spotify. So. Oh, okay. oh that, is, that is a lovely start. Yeah. It is fantastic. Um, so, yeah, why don't you guys just go for it and sh- share with us. I, I don't know. Just, we, saw, we saw the passion and we want to hear about that passion and that creativity that flows from both of your lovely minds and hearts you know yeah sorry i like to (laughs) (laughs) just just free think yeah so we wrote this song um like a week before covid got bad in march and we were on like a little road trip together in white spring break yeah spring break in whitewater state park minnesota Uh a really nice place Mm -hmm. um we were car camping, and so, like, it was cold, so we go in the car and write music, <laughs> and this is the song we were working on. Yep. Back um, in my minivan. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know, I mean, the lyrics, there's meaning there for me, but do you have anything you want to say, Anna? I think, um, you kind of headed most of the song, really, um, both lyrically and stuff like that. Like, I would just be like, what about this? And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... I think going into it, something that you wanted was to, um, obviously, like, the environment and stuff like that is really important to both of us, and I love, personally, like, the imagery, because you came in with, like, oh, Indigo and Violet's Dream, like, he came in with a chorus for it, and I was like, that's awesome, and I guess we wanted to kind of have a bit of, you know, like, meaning behind the song and stuff like that, and kind of an environmental lens on that. Um, but you can talk on that better than I can. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I write lyrics, usually it's just kind of like off the top of my head. And if I actually wrote down what I was saying, it wouldn't make a lot of sense. So yeah. it was nice to like work with you on that. Um, and like the first thing I came up with was Indigo and Violet Stream. And that's kind of like imagery in my mind of like this river being polluted, like it being the color it shouldn't be. And so a lot of the verse lyrics are like, um, like the stars still rise, but just with light yeah, pollution. light pollution. Yeah. And then like the cabins are all built somewhere else. Like it used to be a lovely area, and now it's not so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That's that's, that's kind of. And then like often you used to say like people meet stuff in the crater, like just cheesy like topics, which can be relatable. But like something about like the environment being so cool, and that like being done like a lot i can't really think of a song that's about the environment that's like mainstream right now and 
the what was that one song that that guy <laughs> did? Delete the album? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's this, there's this one song. It's like, hello, I am a, I'm a man, and I'm this and that, and like, I'm a lion, roar, and like, <laughs> you, you know, you don't know that. Song? It's like a, ra- it's like, shoot, I forget. Oh, it's um, it's uh, it's Earth. It, we love the Earth. It oh, is our planet. That song. I love that. Do you remember that song? Yeah. That's oh, just the song that came to my mind. It's like Lil Dicky? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, we love the Earth. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the song. song of, <laughs> it was. <laughs> anyway, that's like the only that's, one that I could think yeah. of. And you guys are, Yours is better. Yours is better. I like you guys are doing a little more than, than, um, than him. <laughs> I just heard. Um, yeah, that's the only song that I know. It's so just, funny. It just came to me. I don't know. Forgot about that. Um, yeah. We were actually joking with this song how it's very folky and like mm-hmm. you know a lot of the stuff we do like isn't quite as much and like we both we like to listen down albums together and then discuss them and we were both listening to like the Taylor Swift one. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna drop an album called Folklore. Oh my god. I think I tend to write more folk. Mm-hmm. Um country inspired music weirdly enough um yeah and so there's always kind of a clash there not a clash but like you know yeah, a balance. I think it's a good yeah clash. especially like yeah. as because you guys said you have different music tastes like where do you guys draw inspiration from and oh, um i remember i don't remember i listened to a few of your podcasts and one of them you talked about obscurify yeah. And I was curious, and so I looked it up, and I had, like, 84%, and I was very proud of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think, um, personally, a lot of it's just, um, I love listening to a lot of different stuff, mm-hmm. and definitely more, like, Spotify's been great for being able to explore that. Mm-hmm. I really love female artists, just in general. I think it's just so badass, period. Um one of the songs that we've been working on for a bit now that is a little bit more kind of minimalist is like Laurie Anderson is like the one human that I just want to be absolutely best friends with um and so I don't know she's just a very inspiring musician but I think kind of a lot of indie personally just is really fun because I feel like there's a little more just lyrics and kind of some funk groove a lot of time but yeah what do you say um, I mean, it's hard, like, music I like versus music that is actually an inspiration. I know there's a band called King Crimson that I love, and, like, a lot of songwriting I used to do not for this group was inspired by them, but they're, like, more full band, so, um, they come to mind, I guess. You know, weirdly enough, like, I'm not super well-versed with Bob Dylan, but mm-hmm. I do think, like, from what I've heard, like, that song in particular little bit of him but definitely like Johnny Cash okay. inspiration yep. um, so it's all over the board awesome. yeah we can definitely see that in your music too yeah. like the multi-versality <laughs> everything just slips into EDM hip hop gonna surprise us I guess hip hop no that's that's super cool though how you guys kind of mesh those to um, you know, different likings of different genres together and form on songs and things. I think it's super cool. 
I'm pretty <laughs> pretty well versed in a specific genre or like couple genres, but I aspire to be as well versed as you guys it seems bouncing Ooh. bouncing <laughs> different genres off each other and like listening to different things. Yeah. I think is super cool. And also you mentioned listening like to whole albums all the way through and then talking about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's well, super, super I, I hadn't done that until really recently. Really? Yeah. I n- I don't think I've ever listened to an album down. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. That's like, awesome. Wow. And you guys yeah, and like over quarantine and stuff, we would mm-hmm. kind of give mm-hmm. each other homework, be like, oh, listen to this album. And that was sometimes a little bit painful. Um, painful? Yeah. I don't remember. There was one album, but that was hard to get through. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really oh, my gosh. Yeah. The tea. <laughs> yeah. But we won't say. Um. <laughs> no, it's, Darn it's, it. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious, do you guys have like a go to album that just like you love to listen down? <laughs> oh god. I mean it changes like monthly. Of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same. Just like um, currently, sorry. Yeah. Currently I'm really I'm kind of in like a strange Wendy Alps kind of mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Phoebe Bridges. Or and that's I mean that's kind of like Phoebe Bridges. <laughs> I mean I'm kind I'm always bouncing off of her mm-hmm. on journeys, but that's where I'm at right now. I've I've been really into Cat Stevens um, recently. Mm-hmm. I just I, I kind of stumbled upon him. Um, I think the beginning of this year or late last year, um, and I finally got a record player, and so I have the T for the Tillerman album, and so I've been listening to that quite a bit. It's um I think it's just a fantastically written album. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my go-to right now. What about you guys? Do you have any sort of albums that you're... I've been listening to Kendrick Lamar a lot okay. recently. Which album? Um, Good Kid, Mad City, mm-hmm. The Pimp a Butterfly, and Damn. Yeah, Those probably. three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I know. All of them. Well, like, he's someone who I've always really enjoyed listening to, but uh-huh. I only knew a couple of his songs. Yeah. And so, I mean, he's really had a lot of longevity. People keep talking about him. And I wish I listened to more rap and hip hop. So can I change my answer? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> actually, I an album came out by this girl who makes um Arlo Parks. She's <gasps> that a new one. I listened to that album like eight times it's this so week. Good. I'm like not joking. I'm obsessed with that album. I love that show. I am. Yeah, I'm completely like in oh. that right now. Her verse is so good. It's Im- it's immaculate. Like it's. Yeah. An amazing the production. The production, the mixing, like, oh god, I can go. It's so good. Yeah, sorry, I had to share that. (laughs) No, thank you for sharing that up. Yeah, that's an awful question because I feel like there's so many albums. Mm. I don't know why I asked it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, One that I always come back to is Ram by Paul McCartney because it's one of those, like, you, you don't hear a lot about it. It's a little more undersung, and that was one that my dad, like, that was one of the first ones I listened to on vinyl, and that was just, like, really stuck with me. Um, I feel like there's so many, but um, speaking of listening to stuff, like, eight times, I have to briefly speak about Mitski. is a oh. really dangerous artist. Like, dangerous. That's a good word. Yes. She is dangerous. I cry my eyes out. Like, I'm not, like, a super emotional person, but, like, put on Mitski, and I am just 
a mess. Yeah. Like, once I was going for a run, and I was currently obsessed with Nobody back then, and I literally listened to it, like, 20 times straight, because I was like, this is such a good song. And, yeah, so, got a Mitski problem. It's okay. It's an, it's an okay problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how they all come out with things. Yeah, that'll be my Friday night thing, I guess. No, don't. <laughs> don't do it. You're not no? ready. <laughs> I'm not ready? What, what, uh, what kind of vibe do you think um, I would need in order to you properly need, enjoy that? You need to have someone break up with you <laughs> and you know why. Okay. And now, like, it has to be three years later and you're still not over it. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. I will, I will <laughs> seek that day. opportunity <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll listen to him. Yeah. Um, Should we do a song and then close? Yeah. I feel like we talked for a while. <laughs> yeah, why don't we? No, this is great though. Uh, yeah. I love this. This um. Fun like, <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. We can we just should... put it on double time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like those YouTube videos I skip through for like class exactly. and stuff. You know, if the teacher assigns a, a video. And you can understand it on like times two speed, point whatever I speed you want. Always do that. that I can, and then I have to watch it like six times. That's, that's <laughs> you'll put it on like two speed, but then you'll have to go back to the beginning. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's, let's listen to another song. Give him a song. All right. <laughs> song on our Spotify. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Are we ready? Yeah.
five. <laughs> Alright. That was really, I love really that great. song. Yeah, so I do too. That was the only song that you played that I've heard many a time on your Spotify <laughs> and, and at your and at your live concert streamed on YouTube, I was there. In the comments, you know. Oh. Henry oh. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> um anyway, no that that song was was awesome and it personally it took me on like a little bit of a journey um i definitely felt like moved throughout the course of the song um and that last part i don't know if you can kind of refresh my memory on the lyrics when you were singing the empty lucid and you were repeating there was a verse that was repeating Uh uh-huh it's two breaths a flood two steps in the flood yeah that that's (laughs) like those Mm. lines in that verse like really stuck with me i don't know they resonated with me and i i um i think they were awesome so if you want to touch on that you can but marta do you have any remarks after that (laughs) (laughs) um i i really enjoy your music and i that's like i mean i was on spotify to do that because i have it on my playlist like you said before like on Purple's playlist and it's (laughs) just so fun and like also I like how your lyrics are like they have like depth to them mm-hmm. yeah yeah this is mainly my writing um and I wrote it on I learned guitar last fall I've never tried before I'm not any good at it um but I learned it because it was the only instrument I was living in a Buddhist monastery in India and it was the only instrument that there was there and it was like half broken and I was like desperate um (laughs) and uh so I kind of came up with the chorus chords and then when Henry and I worked on it he was like oh let's do this funky stuff in the verses because otherwise it would have just been the same chords over and over um but so a lot of that was drawing on you know there's definitely pretty vivid images of India for me in this song, which when you're talking about that last line, mm-hmm. um, a two breaths, a flood, um, we would do meditation every day. And what comes to mind personally with that is just like, you know, you sit down to meditate and you take about two breaths and then like every single thought that could be racing and every song and stuff like that, just a flood of mm-hmm. um, everything comes in and then two steps in the flood. I think both kind of has some Buddhism imagery in it, but then um, a pretty, not traumatizing, but a pretty intense experience we had was we were in Varanasi and it was just flooded and we were there for three days and it just rained the whole time. And like, we were up to our knees in just like the Ganga the whole time. And like, you know, that was the sort of thing that it was just a really intense moment. And just, I don't know, still kind of carrying that imagery with me, but yeah, it was. <laughs> Also, did you have the same experience? I was there. He's just like paddling. (laughs) (laughs) I check in every now and then. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, It was fun to write the music with you. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It was fun to. It was like a collaborative experience with the chord progression. Definitely. Yeah. To like empty lucid. I think you're just like having like you know all your music incorporate that themselves or do you have like what does that mean to you um, is that just like going up like day by day like yeah it's it's actually 
it's it's not my own words. It's um, Shoki Nima Rinpoche is a really high ranking um, Buddhist teacher, and mm. that's his his like three word description of what enlightened mind is. It's like empty, lucid, and totally wide open. And I just like wow. I had to write yeah. that down about sixteen times because I just absolutely loved it. Um, and it wasn't until like a few months later that I heard the Dixie Chicks song, and that like got me even further. I was like, what? oh yeah, which, which song? What? It's like wide open spaces. Oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> I like I like the Dixie Chicks. Dixie yeah. Chicks, Chucky Nemo and Fisher. Oh yeah. How you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. coming on our show. Oh my gosh, thank yeah. you so much for having us. It's been so mm-hmm. fun so to fun. talk to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, I'm glad it could happen. And yeah. 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 Sounds like you have more students are coming by. <coughs> Pretty. Yeah. yeah I think we're not the only ones. I'm here sure. In <laughs> <I'm> sure. <laughs> yeah. Especially in this time, you know, hearing people live is yeah. always a treat. Yeah. Um, I mean, of yeah. course, I haven't experienced it yet. I'm so <laughs> you guys. Oh, I popped out of nowhere and surprised. When was the last time I like watched people play music? It's been, it's been. Oh my god! I, like I can't remember when the last time wow. was. Um, what a gift! Yeah. So this is yeah, this is fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, it's something you kind of take for granted. I'd take for granted. Yeah. Something that happens. Yeah, Definitely. totally. Yeah. And you guys are on the other end of that. You know, you get to be the creators, and so. That's that's so get to work. No. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun to show it yeah. and to have yeah. other people, yeah. um, you know, receive it. Yeah, it's definitely. definitely a different experience. Yeah, I mean, different. I love playing for you. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. no, that's super cool. And yeah. there's a lot of interpretation in your songs that you know is is up to kind of the audience to take in and to yeah. assess in their own lives and what that means for them and so i think that's super important too is being able to share that with your audience and you guys definitely did a little better than bob dylan would have in an interview setting because i was like where are you going not not you know but but in an interview setting yeah because you guys actually i was thinking always like yeah Yeah. whatever no i was i was thinking about that as you guys were kind of explaining things i always go back to bob dylan but like he was like Oh, you know, like it's always the audience's interpretation. Like he wouldn't give anything away, um, as to like why he personally wrote things. He was very secretive in that regard. Um, you guys gave a little more away, <laughs> which is nice. I was gonna say I kind of love that because then it doesn't shape that's, people's minds. That's that. true. So that's but true. like I'm the, sorry, the Buddhist thing, like <laughs> I don't know, that has like more <clears throat> meaning to me. Though. Yeah. So no, and the and the true. the steps in the flood thing, like. Um, and the flood of emotions that come over you when you take breaths, like that's that's super relatable, and I can definitely. So yeah, no, we definitely appreciated that, as opposed to just like. What do you it's think? Up to, yeah, yeah what do you, he, he literally was like, "What do you think?" And like putting people on the spot like that. No, he, that's amazing. Um, it was awesome, and it's it's good that I'm sure you got people thinking and got people's minds working as they listen to your music. Hopefully, I hope so. Um, <laughs> from this podcast and um i guess further down the road do you guys have any any recording plans any i know you don't you know for coat with COVID and everything not too much live but any any updates with spotify or any 
streaming services that you guys are going to be on and want to advertise to our audiences? Uh, well, we've been thinking of possibly <coughs> doing maybe like um, some more YouTube live streams because that was pretty fun to put yes, together and just, you know, an excuse uh, to pick up on mm -hmm. a little more. It was amazing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we are hopefully kind of going to get an EP together for the spring. Yeah, yep, the, the hope would be... The hope would be to make it more oh. of a full band. Yep. EP. Okay. Yeah. Very so. Yeah. Yep. We'll see. Yep. Yeah. We've, we've been planning that for a little while now. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's the yeah. hope. Yeah. I'm excited to hear it. Well, for now, um, you guys can check Lessons from Chameleons out on Instagram. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> and what else? I want to promote Spotify. you guys to our yeah. audience on Spotify. Well, Empty Lucid is on there. In the recesses of Bandcamp, we have uh, another EP. Um, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and on YouTube too, right? And on YouTube, if you want to see, we have a YouTube video, video that's out in the oh, ether. Yeah, we do. Is that video with your crazy hair? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's on there. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> yeah, but we'll we'll definitely be putting links and stuff and um, sharing with uh, you guys this amazing band um, in as many ways as we can. But but yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank for you us. so it's much. Been a yeah, it really you has. bet. You bet. It was awesome to have you guys on here. Um, yeah. Goodbye. See you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>